0: I'm talking about you give me that carnage these birdie fast can fuck off that was a fun day my when your guy shot a minus three you're like slate breaker slate breaker minus three that is what pga dfs should be not oh my guy shot a minus six i lost four strokes to the field that shit gets old this has been fun today other than steven yeager rolling in so many lucky putts but other than that it's been a blast What's up, new guy? My name's James, better known as the at 75 I'm a DFS content creator who is here to help you get a little bit better at PGA DFS. I'm not going to do with picks and plays and all that silly nonsense. I'm going to do it with a little thing called The Process. I'm going to walk you through a lot of the things you need to know to make informed decisions for Round 4 Showdown. Because Round 4 Showdown has a bit more complexity to it than Round 1, Round 2, and Round 3 Showdown. Not to mention the contest tomorrow are yoked. They are yoked, okay? If you're not excited to play some Round 4 Showdown tomorrow... When there's no football to think about, when there's no nothing to think about, I got nothing for you. So let's get going. Let's shut our mouth. If you find you like the cut of my jib, you check out that schedule right there. I do this show. Here's going to be the new general rule, okay? I'm going to go live basically when the TV coverage ends or when it's supposed to end. It was supposed to end at 7 o'clock, but I guess they're going overtime here on CBS. So that's going to be the new general rule of when I'm going to go live with a showdown hoedown. It'll be directly after round two and round three for round three and round four showdown. So plan on that. Of course, be at the emergency stream every Wednesday night at 7 Lord's time zone. And do not forget that I do a price uh, a, a price drop every Monday with Tambo. We'll be over on the Ship It Nation channel this week. Hey, make sure you hang around to the end. I will give you some historical good round four scores. I'm a big believer in guys who play well in certain rounds. They just kind of have it, right? Some guys just go out there and say, oh, my day is the day I go out there, right? I think it's a mentality thing more than anything. I will show you four really good round four scores at the end. Make sure you're hitting the like over here. uh, Every hundred likes we get, I will actually, you know what? We'll do a hundred. I'll do the first giveaway. If we get to 150, I'll get another big day for the likes yesterday. Okay. Appreciate all you guys Uh, to get in the drawing. Simply just leave up to two questions in the chat. You ask more than that. I will boot your ass. I am bigger than you probably. So it's what's going to happen. Dude, Mathieu Pavon. Oh, oh, oh. He has French. He kiss with Tom, but the man can play some golf. All right, uh, pretty good golfer, man. That guy's got. That, that guy's got. Uh, you know, I don't know how much of his ball sacks left because he grinds them off. That guy can grind some balls. He looks French as shit, too. All right, anyways, let's talk about the course today. What happened? It shot about a, cor- a, a, a stroke and a half over par, right? There was, there was a confluence of reasons that led to the higher scoring. The first two days, we saw the South course play right at even, right? But today, all of a sudden, it was a shot and a half over par, which was fun as shit to watch. I love, I love when a guy goes to a hole, and you don't just think, oh, well, he's going to birdie this one. Oh, he's going to birdie this one. Oh, he's going to birdie this one. And what happened is... Uh, first of all, there was a little bit more breeze out there today, right? The flags were definitely in tougher spots than they have for the first two days. And uh, you could just see, by the end of the day, those greens are bumpy as shit. There's Jaeger just throwing a bomb. What a piece of shit. Jaeger bombs throwing bombs after he got lucky to not be in the deep rough after his terrible layup. That guy's a luck sack and piece of shit. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, he's gonna win this tomorrow just because he has a shamrock shoved up his ass. He should have shot a plus seven today. Anyways, so Here's what I would take away from this. The wave split. Notice almost th- a, a third of a shot harder in the afternoon than it was in the morning now I know there was only a two- hour difference it wasn't a lot but I'm telling you with that poa you want to be up there as early as possible so I, I I will tell you they're almost certainly gonna go out in threes again tomorrow off one and ten and the guys who will be the very first ones out will be the guys in the very middle of the field right those t34 type guys those are the kind of guys that will be out there a little bit earlier and we'll have to and will get the play on greens that are less bumpy less chewed up all of that stuff right so I think there's something there I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't go all in on that because you're going to want to play some leaders tomorrow and all the leaders of course will be going off last right that's what they do the leaders go off number one okay um i i still think the winning score i mean what Dietrich? i guess we're going to see what Dietrich does here but I, you know i still pretty i i guessed it would be minus 12 to minus 14 before the week begins I, I feel like that's still a pretty nutted guess i feel like that's still a pretty nutted guess here's Dietrich throwing a dart on 18 <laughs> little long oh no we spun it oh wow look at that spin wow is that going to spin all the way back to the water Holy shit, look at that ball! Don't rip it so hard, D De- did that really go into the drink? My god, Dietrich. You mother father. I don't know. Surely there's enough rough there to hold that up. Anyways, so there you go. Let's go talk a little contest selection. Guys, if you haven't looked, the contests tomorrow are awesome. I was trying to show off the $1.20 max yesterday, and then I realized I can no longer play in contest under $5, right? I guess that's what happens when you've played a million dollars in action, and I can't even show them to you. So just know that there are other contests out there. Like the $1.20 max is still out there, and you can still play in it, and I think it is a great structure, right? Uh, look, the big $25 uh, – oh, here's this ball rolling down the hill. Here's this ball. This is so suspenseful. Dietrich's ball's rolling down the hill on the television right now. It doesn't look like it's going to stop, Bob. That is <laughs> – he ripped that thing back like 50 yards into the drink. What a dickhead. Oh, and a fish almost came up and got it. Holy shit. This is great television. All right, so the big $100,000 up top tomorrow. That's awesome. I mean, I can't believe we're in January and we have PGA Showdown with $100,000 up top. To me, this is very exciting about everything we have that we might get for the rest of the season, right? But what I take from this is it's still a third to first, and I'm not going to play in it. Look at me, new guy. I can afford to play in this contest. I promise you I can afford to play in it. I'm not going to because every time I play in a contest, I am casting a vote saying I like this contest, right? But don't get it twisted. I will be playing in an MME, a mass multi-entry tomorrow, and look at this baby. I'm going to go toss 150 in this. Look at the $5 drive to the green tomorrow. $40,000 prize pool. First place. For the first time I can ever remember, I swear to Bejeebus, 4,000 to first. That's only 10% of a lottery going to first. Second place, half of first. And here you go. You ready for the ultimate kick in your dick? Tenth place is one-tenth of first. We did it. We did it. This is what happens when you just continue. This, this one feels so much faster than the other one because people want to be in well-structured contests, right? This this feels faster and faster and faster than the other one, and it is such a better payout structure. Today, I had a lineup finish top 10 in this, and I'd like won money. What a concept. If you have a lineup finish in the top 10, you should win money. What a concept, right? Whereas if over here you go put 150 of this and you finish in the top 10, you ain't necessarily going to win. Matter of fact, you're almost certainly going to have to finish in the top six to win over there right so that is what i'm talking about that is exciting i will be spamming the shit out of that because i am casting my vote for liking tournaments like this of course my baby the 10 dollars 18 max is always nutted i encourage you to play in that if you're a medium level player uh, the, I, I try to sell y'all on the $44 club tour. Also finished top ten in that. Yes, I know you're thinking, "Oh, quit bragging about your top tens today." First of all, that's four top tens in two days. Second of all, I'm not bragging. I'm just pointing out this is a novel concept. Some people get on these little screens right here and tell you about DFS picks and plays, and they don't even fucking play PGA DFS, and it drives me nuts. I do this crazy thing called trying to help you out and then actually playing the contest I talk about. What a concept! Anyways, uh, the, the club troll's is pretty damn good again tomorrow, Bob. Pretty good. Going to be right up in there again tomorrow chasing another tap 10. Uh, and, you know, even the the, the, four, the 254 max for you high le- higher level players, it's been 30,000 forever. Now it's finally up to 40,000, which to me makes it infinitely more playable because now first place is only 10,000, which is only a quarter of the, the prize pool as opposed to a third, which you know I hate a third. So long story short, there is a shit ton of good contests. The hundred dollar single entry is up to twenty five thousand. You love to see that. The two hundred dollar single entry is up to ten thousand. You love to see that. There are endless amounts of the thirty three dollar single entry, the twelve dollar single entry. I would like to go for some of the cheap ones, but you know I'm like such a baller. I like can't even have them on my screen, which is whatever. You know, I just I wish I could see them. I, I get not let me play in them, but I should be able to see them. There you go. All kinds of contests to be you know to be excited about. If you win a contest, if you win the drawing tonight, we're going to be playing in this one right here. Okay. It's my money. So who gives a shit, right? I'm just going to split the profits with you. 50, 50, never forget. Uh, me and, uh, me and Cody finished uh, third last year at the players got 25,000. So never forget that. I'm ready to send somebody else uh, $12,000. That was an exciting time. You're paying taxes. You're paying the taxes on it. I'm not paying your taxes, pal. All right, let's get over to weather. Uh, looking at weather tomorrow, I think we have a really good idea of how – by the way, I use Wendy. I just renewed my eighteen ninety nine today because, once again, I am a baller, and I can afford the eighteen ninety nine a year for you guys, okay? Don't say I never did anything for you. Weather looks – eerily similar to today, some afternoon gusts, it gets warm a lot quicker, right? By the time they go off local time, it's going to be around 930. It's already going to be in the 60s. You know how I feel about that magical threshold number of 60 degrees. And then it's going to be nice. Sun's going to be out. Those greens are going to get bumpy. They're going to get chewed up and they're going to be uh, rough by the time the leaders come through in the afternoon. Okay. So what I would tell you is you're going to probably want to have some guys to go out early, but you got to remember that everybody goes off in the first few groups is, o- is all going to be in the middle of the pack. This is how it works. The middle guys will go off one and ten, and then it just starts going out in each direction. So the very last guys off, the very last guys going off ten tomorrow will be the guys in dead fucking last. And the guys, the very last group to go off one will be all of the leaders, okay? So if you want to know who is going to be the last group off tomorrow, I'll tell you right now. It's going to be Dietrich, Pavon, and it looks like Hogarth. That will be the final threesome tomorrow. Who will be the very last? last? Last group to go off, and they will go off 10. It's going to be Justin... Sucks. Uh It's going to be Snedeker and it's going to be Bjork. Yeah, I hope you guys didn't chase that fucking round from yesterday. So there you go. That's how it works. The very first guys that tee off tomorrow are going to be these guys like Lowry, Hubbard, List. It's going to be all these guys right here in the middle of the field and then it just keeps going out in both directions from there if you want to know how this stuff works. So I think that there is you know, these guys right here are going to be out there the very earliest. Keegan, Michael Kim, guys like that. And they're probably going to be out there in the best conditions. But you got to remember they're only getting about a one to two hour head start on the leader. So it's not like you should be all in. And you're certainly going to want to have some leaders in your lineups tomorrow, okay? Because it is super important that you understand in round four, we have position points. This is what makes round four showdown unique compared to round one, round two, and round three showdown, right? These position points have to be factored in. Some people factor them in too much. Some people don't factor them in enough. And I think you've got to find that sweet spot. Here's the Hogard just dripping it in. Oh, burning the lip. All the the hoes in San Diego are in trouble. The Hogard is down. Okay. So, You need to know that. Round four scoring, we have position points, okay? So you need projections that you can count on, projections that factor in things like position points and ownership that's not fraudulent. And hey, look at that. Degenerate 75. I make my own projections and I make my own ownership and I am very sweaty and very try-hard about it. And then I go put them right here in the best optimizer out there called the solver. And you can have all of that. You think, man, I'm I'm casual. I can't afford that. My projections, my ownership, and the solver, which will make the best versions of your player pool, all four. $24.99. 24.99. That's a month. That's insane. By the way, Jaeger just made a birdie. Luck sack and piece of poop. He's going to win tomorrow. Go ahead and pull that shamrock out of your ass didn't even play good today. I cannot believe he only shot a one over. Whatever. I'm not tilted. I'm a little tilted. Hey, just make sure when you go show up, you, you use the showdown hoedown symbol, or you will not get my uh, projections and ownership loaded in there. So make sure you sign up with that landing page. Hell, I bet the editor will put it over here in the chat. You never know. The editor's a wild man. By the way, can I just point out I got these cute little showdown hoedown cups? I might just give some of these away. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Ooh, that Perrier smacks. All right. As I've already told you, they are likely... I would say 99% to go out in groups of three tomorrow, off one and ten, just like they did today. This is what it looks like. Once again, the leaders, the first, the top half of the field will all be going off of one, and the bottom half of the field will all be going off of ten, okay? That is what you need to know. Uh, You know what? I'm going to just take a second. We're going to go talk position points, okay? I should have already had this up, but do I look like a guy that comes prepared? All right, so here you go. Position points tomorrow. If you start Steven Yeager in your lineup, your lineup's going to start with 13 points. You'll be like, oh my God, I'm winning. No, you're not winning. Okay, you just it's just the start of it, right? It's like whenever you play a defense at NFL showdown, they just give you those make believe 10 points, and all they are is fucking make believe. Okay. It doesn't matter how many points you start out with, it matters what you finish with. And a guy like Yeager will start with thirteenth, but if Jaeger uh, thirteen points, but if he does not win, he will not get thirteen points. Ye- Steven Yeager doesn't have a shamrock shoved up his ass tomorrow and he finishes fifth place, he's not going to get 13 points, he's only going to get 8 points. And I know you're thinking, yourself, hey, 8 points seems pretty good. That's a nice little bonus to get at the end. Yeah, but if he has fallen from 1st to 5th, he's probably had a pretty shitty round, and there's, those 8 points aren't going to save him, right? You know it's going to be infinitely more important than those 8 points are going to be the guys who's making all the birdies and moving up, right? Let's say a guy is currently in 25th, and he goes and shoots a minus 4 tomorrow, while Jaeger shoots a plus 3, and my guy finishes in 10th place, and Jaeger finishes in 5th, well, not only did my guy score way more birdies, He gets five and a half bonus points to Jaeger's eight. So he's only two and a half points less in position points, yet he picked up probably 20 points on him when it came to birdies and more pars and stuff like that, right? This is the game you got to play, okay? you got to be aware that these position points matter, but it doesn't matter what they start the round with. It matters what they end the round with. And the best thing you can do to get these bonus points, the way you can maximize them is ask yourself, who are these guys who can move up to into these position points that are going to be lower owned and offer you that true leverage equity you need? Furthermore, you don't always have to have the winner at showdown. Is it nice? Yeah, especially with this bunched-up leaderboard. I think we have, like, what, four guys within a few shots of the lead? You're going to want to have some guys at the top of the leaderboard, right? Like, let's just take everybody who's T10 or higher. Actually, that's a lot of guys. Let's just take these T5 guys or higher. Trace Crow, High Highsmith, Don't Sleep on Jake Knapp. Uh, Montgomery, Pendrith, Dietrich, Jaeger, Hogard. You need to ask yourself, who do you think is going to win? And I think whoever you think is going to win, you're almost certainly going to want to have in your lineup for tomorrow, right? And I think you probably want to have at least one more guy in this top nine range here, all the guys that are above Xander Schauffele, right? And then from there, there's so much value in finding these guys in the T10, T19, T27 range, right? If you're setting at T27 right now, Max Homa, Okay, Max Owen, Adam Shank, Aaron Wright, whoever the hell you want to use. They're all at minus five right now, right? All they have to do to get a top ten tomorrow, right, to get those 5.5 bonus points that we just looked at, probably at most is a minus four, right? The course is probably going to play pretty comparable. So not only are they having a nutted round by getting a minus four, they're going to be lower owned because they started down here, and they're coming up and getting those position points instead of falling into those position points. Because I promise you, a guy like Pavon, Hogard, jaeger Dietrich, Pendrith, one of those guys, those are all legit golfers. By the way, where the hell's the americans this week um one of those guys, tomorrow, I promise you will shit the bed. One of those guys is going to just fall off the face of the earth, kind of like we saw with Michael Kim today, right? It is going to happen to one of them. So to just simply play all these guys up here and say, oh, get more position points, okay, well, no, not necessarily. You won't. And you're never giving yourself to win a big GPP when you play four, five, or six guys from the top ten. it's just beyond stupid, okay? You need to get some guys. Look, if you don't want to go play a guy that's starting, in, you don't want to start Simakawa, I get that. I do. But, like, if you're, like, instantly just marking off guys like, you know, here in the T27 range, or hell, even the T38 range, like if, 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 if uh, Luke List, Keegan Bradley, a Michael Kim bounce back, Wu Lee, Mark Hubbard, if these guys aren't at least on your radar, you aren't playing round four showdown, right? And you have no chance to win, okay? Because one, two, three of these guys are going to go shoot those minus four, minus five rounds, maybe get a bogey free round, they're going to skyrocket up the leaderboard, they're going to be outscoring everybody, and then at the end, they're going to get those position points that so many people fail to realize that you so desperately need. Make sure to hit the like, I see a hundred 40 people only 90 likes that means we have about 50 donkey dicks in here all right let's get over to some stats and let's look at it uh I think the first thing we want to talk about I've already led with it make sure you are aware I want to have the winner in my lineup right if you think maybe Jaeger Pavon or Pendrith you're you're for sure one of those three is going to win and you're building 20 lineups we'll just have a rule that puts either Jaeger Pavon or Pendrith or at least one of those guys in every single lineup right and if you want to put two of them in a lineup that's fine too, right? That is what you want to do. It is going to be really nice to have the winner because they do get those 13 bonus points. And I imagine with a leaderboard like this jumbled up tomorrow, somebody is probably going to have a really good round who goes and wins this tournament, right? It's probably going to take somebody shooting a minus three or minus four. And after what we saw today, that's pretty nutted round, right? And they'll be getting all those bonus points for getting the win. So you do want to try to identify the winner. I think you also want to be pr- trying to play some guys who can finish high. Guys like Jake Knapp, Trace Crow, High Smith, Shelton, Cootie. These guys are going to be way more popular than they should just because they're all in the 6,000s and people are like, I get eight points just for starting them. No, you get eight points to start the round. That's not what you get to finish with. So be careful falling for these cheap guy traps. I promise you, one of them will probably do well. But I also promise you, more than one of them will shit the bed tomorrow, okay? And when you have a guy who gets you in 11 points in a lineup, it doesn't matter who else is in it. You ain't winning, all right? Uh, From there, I think we also have to talk about the weather, right? I think that it's going to probably be comparable scoring tomorrow as it was today. I think we're going to see a scoring average of about 1.5 over par. I think the best round we will possibly see tomorrow will likely be about a minus 5, right? Probably a little bit better than today because no one really had a nutted round. But I think minus 4, minus 5 is going to be about the best round you see tomorrow. So with that in mind, that does give more emphasis towards position points, right? If this were a true party fest, I'd say you should be considering guys all the way down here. Because if they shoot a minus 11, it won't matter how many position points they have. But with us knowing that basically the best round tomorrow is probably going to be a minus 5 or minus 6, I do think that that means that you want to probably uh, trend towards guys who have a shot to at least backdoor you a top 20, right? Because when you get to that top 20 scoring, you're still getting four bonus points, right? So who are those guys who could backdoor me a top 20, right? And I'm probably looking... Top 20 right now would be minus 6. I would say anybody who's probably at least minus 2 right now, right? So that's the, that's the T51 group of SHKM, Bergoon, Goddorup, GEM, uh, every rose has its thorn, those guys. I think that that's about as far down as you can go that you can realistically expect a nutted round to get you a top 20, right? Uh, if that's a little too bold for you, then I think these T47 guys can definitely get there, right? Matsuyama shoots a minus 3 or minus 4 tomorrow. He could back to our top 10 if the course is continuing to play as tough as it did today, Okay. So the key is, is I think you want to have the winner. I think you want to have another one or two guys that move up into the top ten. Not necessarily guys who start there and just spin their wheels, right? Taylor Pendreth, uh, you know, shoots an even round tomorrow with one bogey and one par. He ain't going to be in a winning lineup. I don't give a shit if he finishes fifth place. He ain't going to be in a winning lineup because he will not have accrued enough points by just getting you a bunch of pars, right? So you need to find guys who are going to move up into that top ten. You need to find guys who are going to get birdies. And you need to find guys who can backdoor you top points instead of always just starting the round with those top points, okay? Right and and once again, I really implore you to consider if you go build a lineup and it has Crow, Knapp, and Highsmith in it, I, 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 you need it. You're, you're not doing well, Bob. You're not doing well. All right, let's go look at some round three stats. First of all, we'll always look at ball striking. I think ball striking, that is off the T-plus approach, I think is the single best variable to let you know what is... um, uh, That's the one skill that seems to be more consistent. You don't see as much fluctuation from round to round, so we'll look at that first. Mark Hubbard played the shit out of him today, and he absolutely killed it on ball striking, which here's my rule. When Mark Hubbard is... good uh, good on approach, I just play him. And I did. And he was good on approach again. The best in the field by a mile, it looks like. And could not putt. Maybe Mark Mark Hutter needs a long putter because the short putter Mark Hubbard not getting it done, pal. 100 likes. you love to see it. Still 50 donkeys in here, though. Uh, Ludwig, man, I was a little worried about that guy. He's just never been a good Saturday player. I was hoping he'd spin his wheels and I was going to roll him out for round four because he is a good round four score. But he played well today, man. He got... I was actually winning the $5 today and then he got that streak on... 15, 16, 17, and then I dropped to like eighth place. Son of a biscuit eating bulldog. Um, and that was right after I just lucksacked a Street streak myself. So I was like, we did it! Oh we didn't do it, fuck. Um let's see. Tony fee now, man. Tony wow. It does it not just feel like Tony's gonna backdoor this thing and win it tomorrow. I just feel it in my loins, boy. I feel it in my loins. Dude, is Parker Cootie good? I thought he was like the stupid little brother or something. I thought Pearson was the good one. Whatever. Uh, Xander Schauffele. It, it just feels like him or t- him or Fina. One of those two is going to boat race and win it. Pindrith was really solid today. I got to tell you, I, I was watching him. He could have had a better round. He almost had a nutted round. He could have easily shot minus five, nine, minus six today. Zalatoris. Is he back? I mean, he did luck sack with the putter a little bit, picking up, uh, what, over two strokes putting? But man, everything else he was good at, and I'm telling you, there is not a course on the PGA Tour better designed for Will Zalatoris and his old game than this course. Oh, uh, wow. What? Robbie Shelton. Very nice round, dude. I think Robbie Shelton missed a three-footer on 17 to miss a bogey-free round. If you if you played him, you had to be tilting tits over that. Uh, dude, Nick Hardy. That guy, <laughs> that guy is something else. Yeah, Carson Young, very nice ball striking day. Played him. Didn't yeah, I wish he could have made a birdie on the last hole, dickhead. Taylor Montgomery. When the wait, look, when approach is on for Taylor Montgomery, you play him, okay? For all of you that said, boo-boo, boo, you said he sucks. I, he does suck. But I played him at Showdown today and he did me very well. All right? You just you gotta you gotta realize that for a single round, anybody cannot suck. I just mean in general, Taylor Montgomery sucks. Uh, all right, let's go see if anybody really killed it on approach today. Uh, we already talked about all oh, Kevin you was good today. Damn. Kevin, you out there throwing darts, and you know Kevin, you is good off the tee too. If he could get those two things figured out, uh, man, I think I think he just really struggles to putt on that South Course. That seems to be two days he's already had to deal with that, right? uh let's see who else do we got here trace crow very impressive two strokes on approach today sam stevens man sam stevens he's not bad he's not bad i liked him at this course dumpy Bo really got that round together man he was doing nothing and then uh he got a couple birdies late to kind of get it back to even i think dumpy Bo's an interesting play tomorrow keegan bradley he didn't see i i, I was for sure keegan was going to break the slate today just for sure i mean he did fine but he didn't break the slate all right, let's see if anybody killed themselves off the tee were otherwise good. Oh, Ropad English. Okay, he's, he's one of those guys. He's so expensive. You got to ask yourself, do you really want to play a guy in T60? We already talked about Dumpy Bo. Zach Blair. Oh, my God. Minus four and a half putting. Yeah, I'm out, Bob. That's a broken putter right there. That's like me putting with my driver. Uh, Sam Stevens already talked about him. Trace Crow, All right, let's see if anybody killed themselves around the green were otherwise really good. Uh, Justin sucks. Uh, Tony now man. I'm telling you, it just feels like a uh, Finau or Xander is going to win. We're not, this is America. We don't let these stupid euros come over here and win all on contests. You get the hell out of here. Dietrich, what is that? Germany? I don't even know. I'm kidding. It's Belgium. Read a book, okay? Uh, I know Pavon is from France. I know Steven Ziegels from Germany, y'all. So, anyways, there you go. That is a quick rundown of the stats. That is some strategy about how to build your lineups, and I think if you're going to be building 20, 50, 150 lineups, you're going to want to get creative with the rules that you put in there, right? Like, when I go over here, and I'm on the solver, and I'm building for Round 4 Showdown, I'm over here putting in special rules, right? Like, if I am for sure, like, I am just convinced that either Xander or Finau is going to win this, right? right? And they're both in my player pool. I am going to set a rule that says at least one of those guys in every one of my lineups. Cause if I think one of them is going to backdoor and win this thing tomorrow, I'm sure shit going to want to have them in there. Right. And let's say I'm also going to be playing, you know, uh, uh who, who are all I'm going to have Hogard in there to protect all the bitches. Uh, let's see who else, who's those other guys. I'm trying to remember who's, who's my other, uh, uh, where, where, Hogar, who are the other leaders up there? Oh, Jaeger. All right, so I think one of those two is going to do good, right? Because they're currently in the lead. So I want at least one of these in every one of my lineups. These are the kind of rules where if you're making 20, 50, 150 lineups, you can really create good lineups, right? You got to remember the thing with projections. If you think you just get somebody's projections and you magically win, you don't get it. It still comes down to doing the research, building your lineups correctly. All the projections do is make sure that once you make your player pool, it gets the most optimized versions of it out there, right? And you can build very unique, cool lineups this way, right? And this is how I use it to make good lineups. Lineups, right? If you don't believe me, just fucking go look at the leaderboards. All right. Uh, hey, let's get to the really good round four scores. Before we do, guys, I'm telling you, you want to come check out DGEN75.com. Things Look at me. Things are changing very, very soon. You're going to want to lock in. I have the best projections, the best ownership, the best behind the paywall content out there for all of it. Because I don't believe in price gouging. The best golf product out there, $34.99 a month, right? I also have an all-access pass if you want football and everything else that I offer. And for only nine more days, I'm going to be offering the big guy. Uh, It's going to be locked down, and only my guys who are in it will ever be in it again. So if you want to get in there, reach out now. Sign up for that because it is going away real quick. I'm pretty sure it's annually spelled incorrect there, editor. That better not be an incorrect spelling on my fucking website. Uh, All right. I have the Rosetta Stone, the best tool in all the PGA DFS. Why no one ever thought to do this in the eight years people have been making content, I'll never understand. But like, you know, why did I play some of the guys I played today? I just went in here and I looked. and I said, hey, Akshay Batia is a really good pivot today. I'm going to play that little skinny bastard. And I did. And he did real well, right? And <laughs> that's how you make that lineup, right? It's, it, it's not rocket Mark Hubbard, he's a sleeper. Well, shit, I guess I'm going to play that asshole. And he did pretty well, right? Scott Stallings was doing well until he decided he wanted to bogey every hole. And once again, a big shout out to all 10 of my GPP winners and all of my guys hitting big ones. I appreciate every single one of you flying the flag. Let's get to those round four scores and see who they are. Some really good round four scores over the past 12 rounds. Ludwig Iceberg. Watch out. Watch out. Tigala. What that Tigala. That guy sucks. Dumpy Bo. And Joseph? Don't call me Joshua Bramlett. Alright. There you go. Uh, some different price ranges to consider there for some guys who have shown a real propensity to go score in round four. Editor, I see 118 likes and 169 people nice nice uh editor go ahead and draw me a name to build a lineup with me tomorrow in the main contest with a hundred thousand dollars up top pretty excited about it i would never tell you to play in it but it's my money so we'll play in it together right i don't mind chase i got i can afford it all right it's advertising okay Uh, He's going to draw that. While he is drawing that name, guys, the waste management is happening. It is going down. My team, the DJing crew is going to be there. The shipper crew is going to be there. We even have our meetup for Sunday for the Super Bowl party. We have our meetup Friday night. We have our meetup at the course Friday. Meet at the course again Saturday. Saturday night hangout. We have it all planned. If you're going to be there, look At me, if you're going to be there, you need to reach out to Tambo and I. Uh, we have some tickets available to get you into our uh, uh our, our exclusive Super Bowl dinner because we had to like reserve the seats. We also only have so many pop uh, spots at Pop Stroke and stuff like that. So, if you want to get those, you got to reach out to either at the Degenerate 75 or at Toe Tag and Tambo. We will get you set up. It's going to be fun, it's going to be a blast. It's just a way to get to know my people. It looks like the winner is Renzo 75, not to be confused with DJ 75. That's Renzo 75. If we get up to 150 likes i will make the editor do another one let me get another little quick sip out of my cute little cup Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. smacks all right let's get to some questions then i gotta go make the stone i'm not gonna lie to you bob i might go to the casino tonight i'm a wild man i don't know ha- you know what i don't know what I, I have to see what i'm doing tomorrow i'm pretty sure i got a nice little saturday plan might go to home depot it's gonna be very special ricardo with a super chat thanks you mother father you demand dj no 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 ricardo you demand for giving me $19.99. I appreciate it. Guy in the back, you are getting one croissant this week. He's pu- He loves croissants. He loves them. All right, let's get to some questions here. I will answer your questions. Let me get back over to the stats. Do not forget to reach out if you're going to be at that waste management. A lot of you have said you're coming, but like you need to specifically say, like, hey, I'm going to be there so then we can get you a ticket, right, that you need. So just trying to help you. Just trying to help you. I don't want you to, like, come to the meetup. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't get to meet up. Well, you didn't blah, 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 message me. Okay, moving on. Moving on. All right. Did you say carnage? Wow, yeah. I told you it would be a – it's a fun tournament, man. The, I live for these. When the winning score is under minus 12, put that shit in my veins, you motherfucker. All right, uh, Fade Zalatouris tomorrow. Are we finally confident he's uh, uh, there with the a fly stick? I mean, I'll tell you, I don't like that his flat stick was so good today, but his everything else was so good. I kind of believe he's back, right? I, 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 I already was wanting to play him this week, but I convinced myself that he was going to get over ten percent ownership. So at the last minute, I pussied out a week long, and I kind of regret it. He's, I mean, this is—I told you on the stream Wednesday there is no course that I would want Will Zalatoris at more than this course. It is designed for his little skinny ass. Um, even the bathroom entrance is very, very slim. No problem for him to get in and out. Okay, old Will Baronasaurus. he just takes his neck and just bends it over i don't know i don't know how that works uh i already went over it the bullhorn beckoned and the editor fell asleep i i think i think you're right i think you're right he better be spelling annually correct. Is there two L's in annually? I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty triggered about that. How much weight do you put into historical round four scoring? I like it a lot, Kevin. I really do. I, I never just say I'm going to play this guy because of that. But if I see they have a good historical round four, right? Like, like a good example of a guy today that I play. Like, I, I'm trying to find somebody that like had a good historical round four. Like Mark Hubbard, right? He already had a lot of good stats, and I said, like, "Oh shit, Andy's good at historical round three scoring." That's how I ended up playing Mark Hubbard, right? Uh. Uh, why did I end up playing a guy like Akshay Batia? Well, he had bad round regression. He's an above-average uh, round three score, and his his approach, his true approach, was really, really good yesterday, right? And those are all the telltale signs that I'm looking for to try to find and identify guys, right? Uh, how refreshing was this golf course? It was a breath of fresh air, bro I, I wish they would just. I wish this was normal, and birdie thefts were like that one thing we had to put up with once a once a month instead of the other way around. How is it possible to bitch out of a round? I mean, dude, you need to know this, Cash Chucker. No one quits on a hard, rather a round harder than Siwoo Kim and Hideki Matsuyama. They will bitch quit, right? If they don't have it, they're not going to grind their dick for you, right? You will never see their dick residue on the course because they ain't ever going to grind. They're never going to grind. Now, if they have their A game, they'll just go out there and fire at every flight. But when they don't have it, they quit. I've always said that. Well, Aberg actually hit his short putts tomorrow? I mean, man, it's. I think he's going to be wildly popular, right? Because what? where is he at right now, right? Uh, Iceberg, where are you? Iceberg. Man, he still picked up 1.35 putting, right? And that's crazy because on two different holes, he missed shorty. He lost 0.68 on one hole and 0.83 on another hole, right? So, I mean, imagine if he didn't lose those. If he just taps those in, all of a sudden he picked up three strokes putting. He did luck sack with his putter today. Don't get it confused. Can anyone actually boat race tomorrow? Yeah, I think, look, I think that there's a very good chance Jaeger, Pavon, and Hogarth, not one of them, is, is, is lower than minus 10, right? Minus Minus 10's their ceiling. And if that's the case, I think guys as far back as minus 5 are still alive to win this, right? Like, like you're telling me you can't see Kevin You shooting a minus 6 tomorrow and getting to minus 11 or whoever, uh, you know, uh, Sam Stevens, Nick Hardy, whatever dick you want to pick, okay? Um, so if, if you really think the winning score could be minus 11, then I think, I, I think that there will be a minus 5 or a minus 6 on the course tomorrow, okay? That's what I think. I, I, I think it was weird that no one really hit that ceiling round today. How far back can a guy already went over that? Uh, Let's see. Uh, is there ever a scenario where you'll play a guy coming off of a round where he didn't gain on approach? Yes, Kevin. I do that quite frequently, actually, right? I do love approach. I do think it is the best indicator, but sometimes I just play a guy because of historical round four, or if they had really bad approach, I know everyone else is going to see that, and that just makes me want to play him, right? Like, I think Nikolai Hoygaard is going to probably be the lowest owned of those big four tomorrow simply just because of his approach numbers, and he didn't play very well today, right? And if that's going to be the case, that'll just be the guy that I play tomorrow. Because I think all four of those guys up top, you just, you know, you're just freaking draw names out of a hat. None of those guys are, they're, they're all for the exact same player. They're all for the exact same guy, okay? One protects hoes, that's it. Uh, the other two fighting uh, uh, world wars, and the other one's notorious for beer. Okay, or waffles, excuse me. Great profitable advice yesterday. Is today's advice going to be as good? I mean, round four is a little bit harder, Todd. There's a lot more working pieces in round four showdown. You got to understand that, right? Round two and round three are the easiest showdowns to win because it's pretty simple, right? You just fade the chalk and you play guys who are going to bounce back. That's basically the game at round two and round three showdown. Okay, probably why I've won the last two days and probably why, you know, at best it's like what? One and four I'll win tomorrow. That's just the life of being a GPP, bro. In an 8K salary and up range, how far back can guys be that you're interested in playing? Uh, oh, yeah. So, I mean, look, as long as they, I, I'm telling you, if they have ability to backdoor top 20, I'm interested. So, I'd probably be open to play anybody as low as minus two. As low as minus two. Uh, a Justin Rose would be a guy. Uh, Harry, well, no, Harris English is a little low. I think Justin Rose is probably the only 8K guy in that range, right? Fade the entire top five, you know, with them being so bunched, I don't really hate it, right? I think you get away with it. I could see Pendrith and Montgomery definitely Fino, Iceberg, Zalatoris, Grio, Shoffley. I could see all those guys boat racing tomorrow. I think there is a path to fading those guys. I think that you're going to see those top uh, those top five guys in particular really play like pussies. I think they're going to be throwing it to the middle of the greens, and they're not going to be playing for birdies, right? I think you're going to I think you're going to see one of those, you know, maybe Jaeger will roll in six, you know, six fifty eight footers like he did today, right? But if uh, if if, if that's not the case you're looking at those guys just shooting maybe a minus one or something tomorrow and probably only making something like two birdies so there is a path to fading them yes i don't know that that's how i want to build but i do see that path that could happen since birdies are hard to come by should we put more value yes dan i do think that you should give a little bit more value to position points as it's going to be harder for people to boat race tomorrow right but at the same time if you're just putting positions uh um Uh, emphasis on position points, you also got to remember that there's also more of a chance for guys to implode tomorrow, right? I'm telling you, between Jaeger, Pavon, Hogard, Dietrich, one of those guys is going to shoot at least a plus three tomorrow. Will you drink a Jaeger bomb on stream if he wins? No. Shamrock shoved up his ass. Screw that guy. Uh, Should we be open to playing someone like Zach Blair? Good approach. Uh, Hemorrhaging putting. I can't do it, man. That putting is like off the charts bad. And he's so far back, like what's his upside? Uh, let's see. Is Bjork still out there? I mean, probably looking for his ball that he sp- snap hooked OB. Uh, do you get extra points for hitting a sprinkler head? Uh, if if so, then I would be really really good at fantasy golf. Uh, is Neckbeard going to suck again tomorrow? I mean, you know, he did make some birdies today, Bob. Let me go look at old old Cantlay, old Neckbeard Cantlay. What do he do? You know, like when you go look at his stats, like he was pretty good on approach today, right? A lot of really good approach shots. Um, you know, just like his putting was bad. If he just puts normal, he actually probably has one of the best rounds on the course. He probably should have made six birdies today, right? I mean, he missed some short ones, dude, some short ones. Uh, you know, short ones, just like those little hairs on his neck, uh, is being in the 750th place too far back in the $3 20 max. Well, you just go over to cut sweats, right? You go into cut sweats and you look it up. If you're over on the discord, just DM me. I'll look it up for you later and tell you what your chances of winning are. Okay. I I don't do that all the time because you know, you should pay for cut sweats, but I'll do it once just so you can see how cool it is. I really like Nelson and his product over there. So four weeks into uh, learning PGA DFS, better to lock in one or two guys in the 20 max? Yeah. Whenever I'm playing a 20 max, I do one of two things. I usually lock button two guys, which means playing them at 100%, or I'll play like three to four guys at about 75%, or I'll play five to six guys at 50 to 60%, right? Kind of depending on how many guys I like, right? That's how I do it. Uh, new guy, which two players would you not pair together due to high ownership? This is very easy. Any of these guys that are T5 or higher are going to be very highly owned tomorrow, okay? Especially some of these cheap ones. A matter of fact, none of these guys are expensive. What, Jaeger's going to be eight-something? Hogarth's going to be eight-something? I bet Dietrich's eight-something. Or I bet Pavon and Dietrich are probably in the sevens. I haven't even looked up their salary because I haven't made the stone yet. Pendrith will be in the sevens. Montgomery will be in the sevens. So, I, you know, it's going to be very easy for people to go build five of these guys and then still grab Xander, still grab Finau, still grab Iceberg, okay? So, um, you know, I, I would be very hesitant to put Jaeger, Pavon, Hogard, and Dietrich, any three of those together, I think is a bad idea. Two you can get away with, but when you start putting three of those guys together, whatever, dude. Tony Fee now from behind to win tomorrow? I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It feels like him, Xander, or Iceberg is going to boat race and win this, okay? Marka! Uh, the course playing tougher. Are you open to playing more guys from the top 10? I, I'll still cap it at three. That's just how I do it, Mike. I don't fall in love with position points, and I know the importance of how quickly those position points fade when a guy just makes three birdies, right? If a guy makes a birdie streak, it completely negates any position points, right? If they've just already outscored them. Especially whenever the field's tough. And that was a nice thing about my lineups today. Min Woo Lee got a streak. Max Homa got a streak. Um, who else? Was it Stallings? Someone else got a streak. I had someone else get a streak. I was like, shit, yeah. Stealing a streak on a day like today is like super netted. Um, who the hell else stole that streak? God dang it. Montgomery didn't get a streak. Now it's going to piss me off till I think of it. One of my other guys stole a streak. I had three guys steal a streak. And I can't remember who the third one is. Damn it, that's going to piss me off all day. Scott Stallings almost had a streak. He was on a par five, didn't get it. Then who had one? Ah, fuck it. I don't remember. All right. Will uh, Will Z uh, rise from the grave? I, I I I'm not convinced yet, but I'm starting to be a believer. Uh, does competition tougher change and increase entry? I, no, I don't think so. I I look. I when I I I have more success playing in the higher dollar stuff than I do the lower dollar stuff. Those guys in the higher dollar stuff just play like the straight chalk dick donkey stuff, because all they know is NFL and NBA, that's where you do that. And at PGA, that shit don't work out. I love playing high-dollar stuff. And I don't even mean, like, the $1,000 stuff. I mean the $44. I mean the two the 254 max, right? They just play the dumbest shit. Um, because the projections. Uh, when is Hogard off-duty, and can he often get in a hole with their putter? When the Hogard is off-duty, can other guys move in and get in the- Yes, I think so. I just – I can't re- – I'm just so focused on the Hogard. Is the course going to play harder? Mo? I think it will be about the same would be my guess, about the same. The only way it plays easier, in my opinion, is that they put the flags in easier spots because they had some pins tucked today, Bob. It seems like this course, there's less chance of a boat race uh, yourself up the leaderboard. What do you think? I agree with that, but I also think that on the flip side of that, there's also more of a chance for leaders to moonwalk their ass backwards if they don't have a good – if they don't have their good shit tomorrow. Would you consider bonus points more? We already answered it. Are, are you more – in on good approach for round four or off the tee? I would love to see both, but if I can ever pick one, it's always going to be approach that is more correlated to success. Will donkey jock Keegan get there? I think Keegan's pretty bad on Sundays, to be honest with you, right? Thoughts on you? I mean, look, I'm, I, I keep thinking he's not going to do well, and he kind of keeps like hitting the ball well, so maybe tomorrow's his thing uh is keegan bradley already answered it only if hubbard could putt you're right what will the winner of the round and what is the winning score going to be i think the winning score is probably going to be minus uh I'll, I'll just stick to minus 13 minus 14 somewhere in that range and i i, I think that it's going to be somebody boat racing but that's just a fucking guess can you please tell cowan Grio to go to live so i can stop playing you and me both brother. Uh, Hughes absolutely wrecked me today. Think he could bounce back, or is he a dumpster fire? I mean, look, I was never playing uh, Hughes after a nuclear round, but he could bounce back tomorrow. He, he can play hard course as well. How does anyone play DK Showdown without DJ's projections and the solver? I, I don't know. There's some donkey dicks out there. Is everyone stunned Bramlett couldn't replicate his five-strokes game putting? Shocking. Just shocking. Uh... Let's see. How are you feeling about Joseph, my favorite Bramlet, tomorrow? Uh, I'm warm to him. Warm to him. I I, just, I wasn't going to play him off a nuke round, but now he's coming off a you know a so-so round. I'm much more interested. Uh, yeah, hit the like button. Let's see. 180 people, 137 likes. That means we got, what, roughly about 43 dickheads. Uh, let's see. Can Maverick catch with a love and feeling and soar to the top and win this thing? Where the hell is Maverick McNeely? Holy shit, I didn't even see old math. I love Mav. I got a Mav problem. I mean, I guess he could. I mean, he picked up on ball striking. And let me just tell you, Mav McNeely can roll the flat stick, Bob. He can roll the flat stick. All right. Just looking for question marks. It uh, doesn't look like we're going to rally to 150 likes. You hate to see it. Guys who've won from five back in the last two years, can someone really be minus six and win? Yeah, I mean, uh, you got to remember, the reason a lot of times five back can't win is because the guys up top are also going to make birdies. But tomorrow, you could shoot a minus five, and all those guys at the top could spin their wills, right? It, that, that, it just depends on what you – if you think the sco- minus the winning score is going to be minus 13, well, then you really shouldn't be considering anybody below minus eight, right, if you think the best score is a minus five tomorrow, right, Jason? Uh, I was just saying if the winning score is going to be minus 10, I think guys at minus 6 can get there. That was the point I was making because I do think there's a very real chance all of these top guys spin their wheels. Winners have come from back historically, so more, take more chances in showdown, yes, but not ridiculous, right? I think it just makes this T10, T19 range particularly interesting. Do you feel an edge to try to watch live? I mean, I just always like to watch. It helps me see how the course is playing. It lets me see how Steven Yeager luck sacks his balls off. Uh, a lot of stuff you, you can't get from uh shot tracker. Are you weighing round one strokes gained in a course played differently uh, without preferred lies? Yeah, that was another thing that led to tougher scores. Today. They didn't have preferred lies, and they're not going to have them again tomorrow. That's a good point, J-Habs. Uh, accuracy off the tee tomorrow, a priority with a gnarly rough? I think so. I mean, it, when they were in the rough, they were they were never, ever getting near a pin, ever. Everyone on Willie Z, comeback. I think Willie Z is going to be pretty popular tomorrow. That's the only reason I think I'm going to have to fade him. Play Hoyguard with the hose from the Hoagie Hoffman? Ugh, I don't know about that. I don't think he protects them ugly hoes like Cheesesteak and Chuck. What type of roster construction are you leaning towards tomorrow? Do you like to have at least two or three from the top ten? Yep, talked about it all at the start of the stream. Feel free to roll back and watch it. How has GRIO been on a uh, uh, on a day four he is playing well? What a GRIO! didn't I see him rallying? He was like three or four over at one point. I swear I saw him rallying back up the leaderboard. Oh, shit. Damn, he was rallying. Yeah, got a couple birdies and then didn't birdie 18, which is the easiest hole on the course today. Could have got back to even par. Damn. Grillo, you dicky. Uh, if you're not maxing the club twirl, is it still worth it? Yeah, I, I I only usually Dr. Lucky. That's a real good question. That rule I always tell you about: don't enter a contest unless you're gonna max it. You got to remember that's just like a general rule I'm laying out there for you guys to help you build a process. Once you get to know your process really well, you'll understand you don't have to max it. Like you can enter up to 16 in this tomorrow. I'll probably only put six to eight in it, right? I don't I don't need to max enter it. I, I I'm gonna recognize my leverage elsewhere. I'm not gonna be I, I'm gonna gain my leverage by pl- by building different than people, not by not by having. Uh, um, fewer lineups in there, right? So I'm not too concerned about that. I only entered six in there today, and I definitely won money, so I'm not concerned about it. Uh, I think Stallings gets back to form, and whatever he uh, did on the back nine, man, he did end on a birdie, which I don't hate. And I will tell you this about old Stallings, he was, you know, he was throwing some darts out there at one point. Uh, oh, wrong, wrong tab. Let me go. Wait, we got too many tabs open. Jeez Louise, what are we? Calm down, big guy. Uh, let me go look at old Scott Stallings. I, i'm really gonna be anxious to see his true approach because i mean he did throw some freaking darts on one he threw one on eight he threw one on 10 he threw one on 18 he had some really nice shots uh let's see can uh matthew Adcock? can more people hit the like? no kidding 142 likes 21 cock gobblers in here uh are two punts too many per lineup i mean look look if if, if the punts are these guys up here i think so if they're like good punts you know I you know I don't know I I typically only like one pump per lineup because they're usually going to be one or two percent owned. Do you think that people ask uh, questions they've already been asked like 50 times? Do you think they'd fucking just listen or look at the chat? But they don't. They just hop in. They can't be here on time. All right, guys, I appreciate every single one of you being here, continuing to make this the most popular stream in all of PGA, DFS, showdown, and week long. I will see you guys Wednesday night for the emergency stream. In the meantime, please remember, rule 3080, expensive tout sites. They are shady. I've got to go, but not before we hit another victory lap. (laughs) I'm so so loud, I, 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 I'm so I'm so